Welcome to the Veterinary Social Media Podcast, where you learn how to navigate social media and apply it to the world of veterinary medicine. I'm your host, Cheyenne Flerks, and let's get down to business. Hey, hey, welcome to the episode today. I'm so excited to have you here with me today because we are tackling a topic that has been asked of me quite a bit lately, and that's how to get your team excited about social media. Now, if you work in a practice right now and you are trying to get your team more involved with social media overall, this episode is for you. And a lot of the tips and advice that I'm going to be sharing with you are things that I personally have tried out and have had success with. Now, I do want to share a disclaimer with you. It may take a little bit of time for you to get your team to where they are more involved with your social media, but I promise if you stick with it, your results should pay off. So with that, let's hop on in and talk about the first tip I have for you, and that is to be specific and watch the timing of your requests. What do I mean by this? So when you are wanting to ask your team members to get a photo perhaps or get a video of a patient, okay, we'll start there. I want you to be aware of where your team members are at in that moment. So if they are just, if it's just been a day full of patients with walk-ins or maybe someone accidentally got double booked or multiple emergency surgeries came in, you know, you name it, maybe in that moment might not be the best time for you to ask for a photo. Or if you are the one who's actively in those emergencies and you want to get a photo, you know, maybe it's not the best time to get that photo. Or if your team members aren't mentally just in it, they're not going to be receptive to your request. So I know there's not going to be a perfect time to ask for photos, but Just try to find a time that is more likely for you to get a better response from your team members. So, for example, if you go to your team member and they are just mentally just drained and just not feeling it today and you go to them saying, hey, can I have a picture of Fluffy when you're done or can I get a picture of a a cat, you know, by the end of the week, they're going to be like, what? (laughs) and they're going to be more like, okay, well, I don't know when the cat's coming in. I don't know how you want me to do that or what you want them to be doing. You know, they're going to come up with all these questions in their mind. They might not verbalize that to you, but it's an inner dialogue that you might want to be aware of. So if you can go to them, maybe when they're coming back from lunch or at the end of their shift and say, hey, Do you think you'd be able to get me a picture of a cat um, by Friday? I need it for a post talking about cat health month, you know, for example. And then giving them that space to be able to say yes or no. And maybe you can say, hey, I saw that there was a feline patient coming in on Thursday and we're going to be applying flea treatment to them. That'd be a perfect opportunity. Do you think you could do that for me? And then... If they say yes, then make sure that you're clear and saying, hey, do you think you could text that to me? Or if you have a Slack channel that you guys contribute photos to, having them pop into that. Now, if you don't have a system, just a side tip here, if you don't have a system for them to submit photos to you or videos, I highly encourage you to do that ASAP because it's going to make the whole process easier 
easy and straightforward for people to send stuff to you. Because when we can make it easy and straightforward for our team members to collaborate with us and work with us on social media, they're going to be more, much more likely to want to help you. So if you can reduce that overwhelm by being very specific and watching the timing of when you're asking for these requests, you're going to get a lot, <laughs> much more happiness and um, a lot of people wanting to opt in to help you. So with that, you know, it also might be helpful if you can plan ahead and say maybe at your staff meeting, say, hey, this month, can I get someone to send me um, a couple of pictures of patients? You know, I'm looking for this, this and this. And then seeing who can volunteer for that. And with that, if you need photos of your team members, what I find is a lot of people won't want to be on camera regardless of when you ask them. But if you can communicate more in advance and say, hey, on, you know, Friday and two weeks, you know, whatever, I'm going to be coming around and taking photos of people. If you'd like to get dressed up and look your best and are willing to be on camera, here's your chance. You know, give them that, that warning and help give them that chance to look their best because oftentimes the objection that I get get from um, people not wanting to be on camera, mainly for photos, you know, video is a little different story, but it's because they don't feel like they are camera ready. You know, they might have anal gland juice on them. They just put up a, a messy bun, you know, they're, they're just dressed to come to work, right? But not necessarily ready for camera, you know, everyone has their reasons, but giving them that, ex that time and preparing them saying, I am coming around doing photos at this time in this date. Here's your warning. <laughs> Look your best. I will say that my argument to that is that if you are showing up to work, you know, clients and, and patients, but uh, clients are seeing you the way you are. So, you know, social media should reflect that in a way. So, you know, if they're worried about looking their best in the photos, that's kind of my argument. Social media is going to be reflecting on how people come and they see you. So if it's okay if you show up with your messy bun, just don't have anal gland juice on you or blood. <laughs> but I'll hop off my soapbox right now. But, you know, just be respectful. You know, they have reasons of not wanting to be on camera. And it's okay if they don't want to be in the moment. But if you are taking photos of patients and you have people holding uh, pets out of frame and the head's cut off, it, it looks awkward on social media. So if you can avoid that, that'd be great. But my other tip for you is see how you can make it fun. Try to make a game out of it. So if you need five photos for team members or of patients, or if, you know, you, you need something like that. See if you can get your management on board and say, hey, for every photo I get from team members, can we put them in a drawing for a Starbucks gift card or an Amazon gift card, you know, wherever it makes sense for you. But see how much you can gamify it and make it fun. I know there's lots of ideas in my Facebook group, Veterinary Social Media Mark Man bleh, Veterinary Social Media Managers. I'll have the link for you in the description if you want to check that out. But there's lots of ways you can gamify it. So I highly encourage you to check that out. But see what makes sense for your team overall. Um, my next tip for you is to remember to, to compromise and be flexible. 
So what I mean with that is you may need to practice a little give and take with your team members. Build that trust that with the photos or videos that you're taking of them or they're submitting to you that you are going to be using that for business and not to embarrass them or anything like that. For for some reason, when we, even in the world that we live in now with social media and everyone, you know, sharing their photos and videos online, we share a lot of our private lives online. You know, it's still a very intimate thing for some people. So just be aware of that. But, you know, being like, hey, are you comfortable with me taking a photo of you right now? Or does this photo of you look okay? Are you comfortable with me using this on social media, right? And if they're not okay with that, then maybe following up with them and saying, hey, is it okay if I take a photo of you in 10 minutes, for example? Like if you just give people, again, like we already talked about, if you give people that warning or that option to say, hey, when will it work for you? They may be a lot more open to working with you and saying, no, it won't work, but give me five minutes. And they may be more open to that. So try that out. But also, if you have a technician, for example, that is very passionate about dental work, and you need some content for dental month, maybe you could go to them and ask, hey, would you be open to me recording you for 30 seconds? Start small. And Talk about three tips that you want pet owners to know about Dental Health Month. You would be surprised at how how much that will get you, like how far that will take you. Because if they're if it's a topic that they're already passionate about and you're just holding your phone out, they're not going to be necessarily thinking about the camera, but they're going to be thinking about, oh, all about this information that they can share about this excitement they have for this topic. This is what I did with one of my technicians. I really, really wanted a video showing how to brush teeth. And I asked her, could I just have my phone on recording you answering questions for me about dental month or dental health month? And she was a little hesitant to that, but she was willing and she knocked it out of the park. I was so excited about it. She even took the effort to record herself at home with one, of, with one of her own dogs and she did a whole demo of brushing teeth right there in her home and she sent that to me and that video was wonderful. So that's another thing. Maybe if they're not comfortable doing it at the clinic or you know they want to do it with their own dog but their dog's not at the clinic, you know, maybe they'd be willing to do it at home. You know, you never know, but think of different ways that you can make it simple and easy for your team members to be a part of it. And do it in their own way. Don't force your ways onto them is basically what I'm saying. So with that then, one of the biggest things for me that got my team really more involved was showing them what I was doing with social media and why. So this is where I went to the team meetings. We had monthly staff meetings and I would show them like, okay, here's what we're going to be talking about on social media. And this is why, and I had set goals with my management. This makes it a little bit easier, but we wanted to hit, you know, it depended on the month, but certain amount of, I think, laser treatments was one month. Like we had a promo going on. So I was like, okay, I am looking for 10 photos, you know, of laser patients or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but so that we can really start selling our laser therapy sessions. And even though, People didn't get me photos of the patients, but they were willing to have 
take pictures of me performing the laser therapy because I was certified or I was trained to do that. So, you know, that gave them the the position to say, okay, great. I don't want to be on camera, but I I want to help you. Tell me how I can help you. That doesn't involve me being on camera. That gave them the opportunity to say, this is where I would love to help you. If people know the reason why they're doing something, they're more likely to take action on that. So, you know, something just to remember and really overall, I've mentioned this already, but ask yourself whenever you are wanting to involve your team with social media, how can I make it simple or easy for my team to participate in social media? And all the tips that I shared will help you to accomplish this, right? Overall, just being sure that you're being mindful of how people want to be shown on social media, what their relationship with social media is. And if they don't want to do it for safety reasons, totally respect that. But maybe they want it to help you in different ways. Like I mentioned, maybe they want to contribute ideas or they will hold the camera for you so that you can be in front of it if you're comfortable with that. So just be sure that you're keeping them open mind with that. Now, one thing I do want to share is that if you're the social media manager and you've been tasked with social media, but you're feeling a little frustrated with um, your team, just remember that doing everything that I've shared with you will take time. Just be persistent and patient and flexible with everyone. But also remember that your management overall controls the culture of your team. And so if your team isn't hired or isn't bought into the idea of social media being a part of your regular everyday lives at the practice, it's going to be a much, you're going to have a harder time overcoming that challenge with your team. And so I share that with you not to get discouraged, but just know that it may take you time, more time to get them and want to be involved, right? You have to build that trust, like I said. So basically you're in it for the long haul when you're trying to get your team on board because that requires change and some people are are resistant to change, um, but just be patient with them. It does take time, but if you stick with it, you will reap the rewards and get the benefits from that. So if you have questions about anything that I shared, please come and join us in the Facebook group and drop it there. Or you can send me an email of all the information in the description or in the show notes of this episode. And I would love to help walk you through it. Our other members in the Facebook group would love to help you with that. I love our members. They're so encouraging and supportive. But if you are new to social media, I do want to share with you that I have a quick start guide that will help you. It covers all of the questions that I had when I was first starting out in social media, and it will give you a great platform to start off on and give you a good foundation of where you need to go from here. So if you want to grab that, the link will be in the description or show notes, but head on over to www.heyshyan.com forward slash start, and that's H-E-Y-C-H-E y-a-n-n-e dot com forward slash start. I spell my name differently than some Cheyenne, so be sure you're typing in it correctly. And 
yeah, if you haven't joined us in the Facebook group already, please do. I can't encourage that enough. But also, if you have found this episode to be helpful or you want to follow along for more episodes, because I have an exciting series coming up on how to manage social media. And I'm basically just diving into a lot of the questions that I've gotten about starting out with social media and really everything that I have gained over the near decade. I've been in social media. Can't believe I've been in it for almost a decade but here we are so if but if you have found this episode helpful i encourage you to follow or subscribe how wherever you're consuming this episode and consider leaving a review doing both and even sharing with your friends supports this podcast in ways you can't imagine and i would love to get this podcast in the hands and earbuds of as many veterinary professionals in our field as possible so if you could help me do that i would love you forever and ever (laughs) but with that i will leave you but thank you so much for joining me today and i hope you have a wonderful rest of your day week month whenever you're listening to this and i can't wait to chat with you in the near future. All right. Have a great day. Bye.